Dennis, I've become a victim of my own success. Um, wow, coming in hot but, today. Oh. Yeah. Well, oh, and my, my successes are, are many. My successes are, uh, uh, I was going to say back-breaking. No, knee-breaking. Uh, I, I was talking the other week about how I started running again. Mm. And uh, how I've been uh, actually kind of trying to take my my health and my fitness back in hand. And uh, broadly speaking, uh, that's it's been really good. Like that app that is designed to catch five k. No, no, no the the six pack one, right? Oh yes, yes, yes. How's that? How are they coming along? Well, look, it's it's been over a month, and it's not. I wouldn't. I think it would be very generous for me to describe it as a six pack, but it's it's. It, it certainly, it's you know what it is, Dennis. It's a six pack in the same way that French steaks are cooked. Ah, so not at all. It's warmed. It it, it has a con- it, it, There's certainly an element. There's a conception of the idea of a six pack, right? This it is, is the Lacroix of the Lacroix of six packs. Yeah, exactly. It has. This is this is this is a body that someone who has explained the idea of a six pack to, right? Mm-hmm. And you know, this is this is the first draft. Is what it is, yeah. Um, but I buggered my knee. Bugged oh, we, can, we, we can talk about knee buggering in a moment if you want. Something that I've hidden from the audience for a while, Riley. Um, You'll have how buggered your knees. You're going to beat me on that score, yeah. But no, I want so to. You, you, I, I you wanted, jogged too close to the sun. I jogged far too close to the sun. It is. It has been very warm and sunny here. But no, um, I, I had to go to the physio, and I was. <laughs> I know. So uh, I, I've, I've been running about yeah five k. It's been it's been really good, but. Um, I've been. I think I've just been going at it too hard, running more or less every day. And after about five or six consecutive yeah, you know, days, I got back from a run and I couldn't get up the stairs because my knee was just. Like, so it was fine, and then I stopped, and then it was like, "Oh, that doesn't feel right." So, what that part of your knee? Describe this to me. So beneath the kneecap, right? Okay, it, so the, it's like a fiery, burning, very tight. I can't bend. Ah, oh, you. I bet thing. you. I bet you have tendonitis. Well. They're mixed opinions. So first okay. of all, went to the doctor. Uh, doctor said it's probably a meniscal tear, Ooh. Uh, but referred me to the physio. Right? Physio thinks it is a. Is a very, if I lose you, Dennis, in the very complicated. I know you're a medical man yourself, a former mm-hmm. radiologist. Well, you call um, me a medical before, man. It sounds like it sounds like I sell snake oil off the back of a cart. By the way, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we used to sell dodgy X-rays off the back of a cart. That's true. Uh, a radiologist before, of course, video came along and. Killed the killed the radiology star. Killed the radiology star. I, I, I feel like there's something there. Yeah, we'll, 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 we'll workshop that. We can we'll, workshop that. No, write that, write that one down. We'll, we'll bring it yeah, back. We'll come back to it. Anyway, went to the physio. Physio had a look and went, no, no, no. You've got, and again, if this is too technical, this is too, like the medical terminology here is going to get pretty advanced. You've got mm-hmm. something that we call runner's knee. Runner's knee, yeah. And it's a it's an affliction that uh, affects the knee of Dennis. Can you guess what subsection of society runners' knee affects? Is it people over thirty, Riley? No, it's runners. Oh. But it probably is. Now that you bring it up, it probably is people over thirty. Whoever, yeah, I don't like thinking. I don't like thinking about that. You and I your gilded throne still twenty nine. Well, yeah, I got six months of runway left. Although I think I'd get runners' knee pretty quick. I'll actually know now. I'm certain I'd get runners' knee pretty quick. So anyway. It's apparently it's fine. I have to do a bunch of strengthening exercises. Very boring. Not very funny to talk about. We can skip over it. I have to get a foam roller and do weird like. I think foam rollers rolling. are a scam, man. They're just like, oh, yeah, really? jab yourself in the leg with this thing. That'll that'll fix it up real good. Oh, it's not jabbing. I've got to like lie on it, like it's yeah, a, but it's so painful. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't. I don't mind how it feels, man. Honestly, it feels like a like it feels like a well, tough look, what massage. You, what, you, what, what you do in your spare time is up to you. That's not far well, from I, I, Honestly, I even I like it's. It, I don't think it would fit. I, I have to say, it's a very. Uh, it's a. It's got quite some girth on it. This uh, foam roller. Anyway, it's ribbed. <laughs> oh yeah, rib for rib for his or her or their pleasure. Anyway, 
but ribbed the wrong way. I don't know. I don't have a lot of experience with things being ribbed for... Anyway, we can move on. Um, mm-hmm. Speaking of getting old, right, which is something I really don't want this podcast to be about, two elder millennials getting it's becoming older. Becoming old man shouts a cloud a little bit, yeah. A little bit, yeah. But the physio was definitely younger than me. Oof. And it's fine. It's actually fine. I've been to doctors that are younger than me for sure. Yeah, and, and people are like, oh, you know, you have to get used. I'm like, it's fine. It's, if, if anything, it's good. They've come out of medical school with the latest. Fresh, yeah. Like the, the, they've got the newest ideas. They're, they're not like old dinosaurs who are like, oh, well, you need a poultice made of of goat turds and grass clippings. Yeah, you need to and eat some will... gravel from the pavement you hurt your knee on and that'll fix it. <laughs> Allow me to get the leeches. <laughs> like, yeah, it's good. Um, but no, it's fine. Good bloke. Josh looked after me pretty well. Going back to see him again. And um, he says that he says that the knee will be back in good nick. But I wanted to ask, Dennis, because I know that your knee's a bit stuffed. I don't know if you want to talk about it. How, no, we can, I know we can dive um, in a little bit. Uh, I stuffed uh, my knee pretty but bad. But just injuries, injuries generally. Is that the worst injury you've had? Tell us about the knee, but if you've got other... I've never broken bad... a bone. Yes, um, okay. I've had a couple of... I've had like two moles removed, which I guess is like voluntary injuries. <laughs> um, I'm just a moly guy. That's going to be very common in Australia, I'd imagine. It is, yeah, yeah. It's, it's something that actually is taken very seriously. If you get like a new growth or a spot or a mole or anything, you go to a doctor and you, they have a look at it because to make sure. Because, yeah, we've got the highest Australia, number one in melanoma and skin cancer. Well, it's probably the hottest country inhabited by the whitest people. That is probably true. Right? Hotness to the hotness to whiteness coefficient. Yeah. Is probably the highest in Australia. No, dark skinned people can obviously still get skin cancer, but it's much, much more common in in wider skinned people. And we're just built different, Dennis. We're just built different. Well, genealogically, you're mostly like English and Irish people. Yes, yeah. Not you never never seen the sun of the day in their life. Exactly. And then they all got transported Um, over to Australia. They're like, oh, what's that what's that giant glowing orb in the sun? In in the sky. Do we we worship (laughs) it? No, that's idolatry. Can't do that. Can't Um, do that. Yeah, I think that's probably it, right? Because, like, everywhere in the Mediterranean is, first of all, not quite as hot, and second no. of all, more olive-skinned. Sure. Well, I mean, there's a direct correlation between how sunny and hot it is and how how, how much how pigmented the skin of the people who originally inhabited those countries or those areas for thousands and thousands of years. Like, yeah, that, that's not an accident. Kind, it's not a coincidence. We're kind, we're kind of touching on, unfortunately, how great a job the Australian people did of eradicating the indigenous people in Australia, which well, is why again, this is true. You know, some of the things that Australia's, Australia, well, white Australians are really good at getting sunburned and, yes, in, indigenous genocide. So we can really yeah. pat ourselves on the back for that one. Um, anyway, I don't, I like, I, I did have a oh, I did I, before we get away from mole, mole chat. I did have a yeah. mole remove once that was on my on my chest. It wasn't even that like weird. It hadn't changed shape or anything. But a lot of the time they're like ah, get it off, whatever. You yes, I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. Just because uh, you know, not hurting anyone except yeah. you as it gets sliced off you. But sure. Well, it turns out it wasn't. Turns out it wasn't anything dangerous because they do the they do the test after they remove it. And they're like, ah, this is fine. And they're like, okay, cool. Imagine they um, do that with an amputation. Now, we're just going to take your, your leg off just to be sure. Oh, turns we'll, out, in, silly old ass, it, it was fine. But no, the guy um, gives me like a little love kind of aesthetic. And you, he, he, first of all, so like, I can't feel anything when he's like cutting into my flesh to remove the small patch of it, right? Yes, yeah, yeah. But you can feel, which is very weird, the tension on the rest of the skin around it Ooh, that isn't no, the thanks. Test. Don't like that. So you can feel no. it like tug, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. That's not good. No. And um, the, the, the surgeon was a German guy. 
And okay. um, it was a very scary experience because he was leaning yeah. over me, and then the, he cut it off, and he went to like put it in like the dish where you get where it gets you know tested or whatever, right? Biopsied all over, yeah. And he pauses and he goes, "Would you like to see if it I have removed?" <laughs> and I was like, "One last sure. look for you, sir, before this and part he, of you is taken away forever." And then he waves this just hunk of my own flesh in front of me, and I was like, "Neat, nice, <laughs> thanks, man, cool. thank you." Yeah, but yeah, no, I I buggered my knee. It was back, I think it was in August now. Is that right? You know, it's it's been a while. Yeah, yeah. You haven't really mentioned it because I know it's, it was pretty bad. Like it actually jeopardized uh, our holiday because it really you did. To go hiking, head up the mountains, that sort of stuff, and you it was touch and go for a while as to whether you'd actually even be able to make it. Let me check my. Yeah, it was the 9th of August. It looks like, mm-hmm. um, and I sli- I hurt I hurt myself in the gym, Riley. Yeah. In the least cool possible way, I slipped in the changing room. <laughs> um, the reason I haven't talked about it is because I have like a personal injury claim and stuff. I'm filing all that stuff because the gym is pretty wildly responsible. But focusing on the injury, bugger money real bad. Mm. And turned out I had a partial tear in my quadriceps tendon. Uh, a substan- like very nearly full tear, which requires a surgery to reattach, mm-hmm. which is the one that attaches your thigh muscle to your knee. Nah, and that's important, but okay, and go I on. sprained my ACL as well. Only sprained it. Yeah, well, they did the um, they did an ex, they did 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 two X-rays, and they're basically like, yeah, your knee's too busted up for us to be able to see anything. We'll try again in two weeks. It's like, all right, cool, thanks. <laughs> So my favorite part of that whole thing, though, was because you, uh, you seem to be like, oh, yeah, I've, I've stuffed my knee, blah, blah, Germany, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, it's no good. And you're like, yeah, have a look at it. It's terrible. Sent me a picture. And you were like, look how bad it is. I'm like, oh, boy. Yeah, looks um, looks really bad because it was covered in red bruises, which I mm-hmm. found it difficult to differentiate from the rest of your skin. Not to say that, you know, you look eternally sunburned. It's just they didn't show up very clearly. And then a week later, when the bruises had turned, you know, black and brown, blue, yeah. Holy moly! I was that. Then I was impressed. Then I was like, "Oh boy, you really did a number. You really, really got yeah, yourself here." Yeah, I had here. full bruising, like a couple inches up my thigh, a couple inches down my shin, full mm. three sixty all the way around, and my leg was like twice the size it should be and stuff. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. It was. Re- I'm, I'm still going to the physio. Still doing like still doing the exercises. Still now, unfortunately, I can only get a virtual physio. Why is that? I don't know. All the consultations here in Ireland since COVID now are like, hey, unless you need like a massage. And it's That's, fine. I, yeah, She'll be like, okay. she's like, you know, put your hand against the wall, stand on one leg. Can you do that? Can you bend? Have pain for this? All right, do yeah. this, do this, do this. It's fine. It's broadly doing, because I've had a couple of, like when I went to like the orthopedic surgeon and stuff, that was a much more physical mm-hmm. um, examination. And yeah, it's not so. that different. Most of the time they're just like, all right, stand here. Does that hurt? Okay, cool. And they write something down. They don't touch you very much at all anyway. No, oh, Josh was pushing and pulling and poking and poking and prodding. Oh, Josh, that's Josh's prerogative. I don't know. I don't know. What Josh <laughs> <laughs> no, he was great. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going to have, have a word said against Josh. He did a good. He did a good job. He was like, he laid me down. He's like pushing my leg back to see if it was uh, like or twisting it around to see if it hurt this way or that way. And he, no, he, he was great. He was. Uh, oh, Michelle was is lovely. Great. I have nothing bad to say about Michelle either. But um, no, yeah, it's only now really that I'm like back to the gym and able to do some actual meaningful exercises because I couldn't walk for a long time. Like we went to Germany. Mm. Um, my bag, which was rudely, you know, stolen away from Berlingers, had like a little walking stick in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we had to. Well, it was, you know what? It was fine. It it made a, it made it very um a very leisurely holiday because we didn't exert ourselves. We were very it was very 
We went along at a at, at quite a, a cruisy pace wherever we went. It was nice. It was good. Oh yeah, it, but, it is. It, it's rough. <laughs> but yeah, that's is, the worst injury it, I've ever had. I think. I, I was going to ask: Is that the worst injury you've ever had? I can't think of any other massive injuries I've ever had. Because I like usually I win these conversations. That's why well, I like you, bringing it up. Is because well, I know you, I can almost. Well, you had a giant scar in your back. Yeah, I mean, I broke my neck, and it doesn't get much worse than that, you know. So yeah, yeah. I, you when look, I was, when you I was, look like a you look like a replicant when viewed from behind. All right, mate, settle down. When I uh, when I was seventeen, I was playing rugby, and I got spear tackled. And for those of you who don't know what that means, um, it means basically picked up and sort of flipped over using your own momentum, and then dumped on your head. Yeah, uh, you were tackled in rugby as if you were playing American football. Um, I guess maybe. I don't know, mm-hmm. but obviously there's they don't no wear the, the, yeah. they don't wear the suit of armor that you wear onto the field for American football. Um, very very badly injured. I was in hospitals in one of those neck braces for a long time. And, you know, at the age of seventeen in high school, so you can imagine all of my peers were very understanding, very oh, supportive. Yeah, supportive. The almost supportive as the neck brace itself. Um, but uh, I've been lucky, I think, because my my neck's been like basically bolted together i don't have a full range of movement on it but i've been quite lucky uh with the recovery i take care of it i make sure not to like i don't know wrestle with people or dive head first into water that i can't see the bottom of and that sort of thing um well that'll mess you up anyway regardless of previous neck injuries well that's that's the whole thing but no no look uh broadly speaking no long-term effects although the, the doctors have said i can expect some pretty wicked arthritis um as i get older so that'll be fun but mm. yeah usually Usually that wins, and if that doesn't win, then the fact that I had a stroke when I was yeah. 22 usually gets there as well. Um, technically, it wasn't a stroke; it was a stroke with a one of those. Time. It was a stroke with one of those like little asterisks on it. You know what I mean? Uh, a stroke with a, a stroke, yeah. a transient ischemic attack. Um, mini, which, it's a mini uh, stroke. It was a mini stroke, basically. Yeah, something like that. But uh, that was fun. Paralyzed down the right hand side anything, of my body. Anything that made you predisposed to that? Um, I don't know. Honestly, they, they, they it was funny because I was fought over by cardiology and neurology for months, mm. months and months and months afterwards, right? Uh, because they were trying to, because uh, I get very bad migraines or I used to get very bad migraines. Um, that, that was a problem that fixed itself. Some, for some reason I just got older and I don't get bad migraines anymore. Um, but they, the neurology were arguing it was migraines. The cardiology were arguing that it was like a hole in my heart or something like that. So it was um, left off a debate. But for someone who's in like pretty good health, I've, I've, I've been, been through the wars, the huh? Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, exactly. Um, you know what helps a lot when you have a migraine, which is actually interesting. I'm not sure if you're aware of this or I've talked about this. Go on. So a lot of the time when you get a migraine, it's because like the blood vessels in your head are are constricted. Okay, I'll just remind um, you that this is this is a podcast where we've already sailed pretty close to the sun today, <laughs> talking about <laughs> the insert or the sorry the the alternate uses of things like uh, foam rollers. Uh, oh, it's not. Laura- that, it's not just that. It's, okay, not, okay. Well, it's, it's in that zone. Um, so <laughs> oh, good. Oh, good. That's good. Excellent. Um, which is why, like, if I get a migraine, I'll, I like Nikki has one of those little um, owls. It's full of like little beads that you put in the microwave. Do you know those owls that are full of beads? Well, sorry, it's not always an microwave. owl. It's a little teddy that's full of um, beads that you put in the microwave and it gets warm. Oh, do you mean like a waiter? What did you? What? What? What, what are you, you talking about? A yeah. wheater. We call them wheaters here. Like it's a, it's a, it's basically a bag that has grains of wheat in it, and then you put it in the microwave for like yeah, two or three minutes, and it stays warm. Yeah, yeah. You take it a bit. Yeah, it's exactly minutes, that. Yeah, yeah. usually yeah, it's yeah, a. Te- yeah. yeah, so I, I get one of those, and I put it like on my, on the back of my head or on my forehead, and that usually helps yes. them quite a lot. Yeah, yeah. Really, um, warming it yeah. up does. Yeah, because that's what you try. You're trying to open things up. You're not trying to close things up. Like some people find ice helpful. Fine. Yeah, because I would have said I would prefer to ice it. Yeah. No, warming it up, but and 
Riley, if you um if you go number two. Oh. So I want okay. you to where you're sitting in your chair right now. Let's go and punch a gorilla. Okay. Bear down as if you are doing that. Like push. Okay. Yeah, right. Okay. Can you yeah. feel and you'll feel your head the pr- blood pressure in your head spike up? Yeah, yeah, right. So that, that gets things moving. That gets things flowing. Often right. I've had because I noticed many times it's like I have a head, I have a headache. I go, I poop, and I'm like, I don't have a headache anymore. What happened? So it's like it's like when cops come out to um, traffic lights that are broken. Yes, yes. Because because it's all there's just log jam. Like all the tra- oh, there's a huge traffic jam, and the cops have to come out to like direct the cars where to go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know when you got a migraine to- and you need to go and just just you know pinch off a turd. It's just like the cops, and you're like, well, okay. I, I was one of those things where I was like, oh, Ryan's going to make an analogy here. And then you finished the analogy, and I was like, oh, no, that was it. All right, cool. Actually, it worked, actually, actually worked pretty well, yeah. It was a better result than any of us could have hoped for. So, yeah, that um, will help. That, there's a little pro tip for you. If nothing else, um, you've learned that from this episode of How to Listen to This Today, I think. I learned all sorts of things from this episode today. Really, really good. All the stuff that doesn't, you know, that doesn't end up on the cutting room floor, at least, anyway. Um, but, no, I, I usually, I'm, usually, I'm usually pretty pretty good Pretty well situated when it comes to who's had the worst injury conversation, which which means that like me bringing it up is kind of one of those things where it's you know it's when you ask someone a question just so you can answer it. You're in a unique position where you've had pretty serious injuries and had broadly speaking no long term ill effects, which is pretty rare. <laughs> well, for now, we'll see. Uh, I'm really not looking forward to this arthritis, but uh, oh, we're looking back, come back to have listened to this episode 418, writing yeah. some arthritis meds. Yeah, where I'm talking about how I can't move my neck even one or two degrees to the left or the right. So that'll be like that'll Batman. be great fun. Riley, I've been plagued. <clears throat> I've been I've been plagued by what I can only describe as a phantom cat. Okay. I mean you've already got a real cat, so I know, so double dip. It eats twice as much food, it's annoying. No. <coughs> right, I have a lovely Nordace backpack that I'm a big fan of. Nordace backpack. Nordace. So if you look it up, Nordace, Nordace. I, I Dennis Trainak wholeheartedly endorse this brand. Well, Excellent don't say backpacks. that for free. What are you talking about? Well, look, if they if they if Nordace want to give me a coupon it's, code, it's I will nice, take it nice in a heartbeat. A nice I love backpack. these bags. It is a nice looking backpack. Have you got the? Is this a smart I got, backpack? I got the Sienna Two smart backpack. I believe. Yes. Oh, it's even smarter now. It can do even quadratic smarter. equations. It actually, uh, real talk, these backpacks are very smart. I don't know how, how else smart to describe are they? it. They got a bunch of pockets, like and like they have like a luggage strap on the back. Underneath the luggage strap, there's a secret pocket so you can put like cash yeah. or your passport in there. You know, they have a built-in charger. Can't take them on a plane. That means, right? Yeah, you can. The battery's not big enough. Oh, uh, so you, oh, but you, uh, I guess you can't put it in the hold. But then, why would you want to? Yeah, okay, sure. All right, it's they're all... good. They're actually good-looking backpack. I shouldn't be saying this for free, but they are actually good-looking backpack. It's really nice. Uh, I have the red one. Um, it's a nice material. Um, it's got like it's just a lot of very very thoughtful little features. Right, right. Like right, I also right. have their duffel bag, right? So if you go to like um, I the anti-cut drawstring bag, the Nordace locket, yeah. No, I have their Nordace Sienna Weekender. We're just doing free advertising here. I don't like this. So I have this duffel bag. It's great gym bag. Okay. Great yeah, for like yeah, going yeah. away for, as you would expect, a weekend. Full of secret pockets, all this kind of stuff. It's got the luggage straps so you can put it on top of a roadie suitcase, all this stuff. Do it's like got a little pockets. side pocket that's waterproof so you can put your shoes in it. <laughs> really, you, really good. Why is, why is your shoes the first thing you put together? Ah, waterproof pocket. Well, this only has limited inventory space. I won't put, you know, my $1,000 smartphone in there. I'll put my $80 pair of shoes in there. It's for shoes. It's a shoe, bo- it's a shoe pocket. 
Why are shoes the thing that you need to keep dry the most? It's not that the wall. It's sorry. It's it's more that it keeps the other things f- away from it. Oh, so it, it makes everything else right. You put your yeah. wet shoes in there, and it's preventing the shoe wetness from getting into other things. Yeah. It's, it's a, also it's got a, a charger. A water it's got lock. a little adapt. It's got a multi-tap charger, Riley. It's got the little like it's got a little three-prong thing with a lightning cable, USB-C cable, and a micro USB cable. Oh, in case what you from the the Stone Age, and you've got a, a device that need you know that you, you could you could charge with a. A pterodactyl anyway, running in a wheel. Love a pterodactyl Nord- wouldn't Nordis- run in a wheel. I, I just, I, I wasn't quick on my feet with that one. I'll, I'll, I'll wear that. Go on. So step one, Nordis.com, get your back, get, 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 get tomorrow's back today. Step two. Coupon um, code, please, have a listen to this. It won't do anything. Yeah, please but. tweet at them to get them to give us a coupon yeah. Because <laughs> I'd really enjoy that. But right, I, w- I picked up my Nordis bag the other day. My backpack, my Sienna, my Sienna 2 smart backpack. Okay. It smelled funny. Okay. I was like, oh. And it spelled funny only inside. As in, I opened it when I came back from uh, Chris was at Nikki's house, Nikki's yeah. parents' place. I was like, oh, it smells weird. And I was like, it smells a little bit like cat pee. Oh, no. Oh, no. Like, did, they, did they accidentally, instead of using new bag smell, they used cat piss smell? Well, it's not a new bag. I've had it for like two years. I thought you just picked it up. No, I picked oh, it up. You picked it up as in you physically. I thought you meant as in like you picked it up as in like it was a Christmas gift or something. No, I'm a long term Nordis fan. Um, okay, it's not just <laughs> jumping on the Nordis bandwagon. No, I'm an early adopter. I was like, it smells like cat pee. And I was like, I have a cat, mm. so you know it's not exactly a murder she wrote situation here. Pretty sure I could figure out what happened. <laughs> it's not a piss she wrote situation. It's not a, it's, it's not a piss she pissed situation. But um, <laughs> Yuri never pees. Anywhere outside of his litter box. No, I mean, cats are good like that. Outdoors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cats are good like and that. When yeah. I thought about it more, I was like, it doesn't so much smell like cat pee as it smells like cat litter. Oh, dear. And I was like, what's going on? Yeah. And I remember I was like, I did spill some of my water bottle in the bag like a couple of weeks ago. And you so do maybe fill like, up your water bottle from the bottom of Yuri's cat litter tray, I, which I've I always do. No, but like maybe some damp set in and maybe that smells a little bit. You know what I mean? Okay. So I'm mad at my cat, Riley, but I don't know if he deserves it. And he's not saying if, anything. No, I mean he's he's I mean his silence speaks volumes. Truthfully, my cat doesn't shut up. You've experienced that. <laughs> well, so yeah, he he's taking the the saying too much, right? Like just saying a lot all the time to try to confuddle and and confuse yeah, confuse you. the message. Yeah. But uh, so I'm trying to get this cat pee smell or cat litter smell out of my bag, and it, the bag's not machine washable. Most backpacks aren't, to be honest. They'll just get wrecked. Well, this one particularly not a battery. Well, I mean, electronics. Oh, it's if the battery's okay. getting dirty, maybe you need to, you know, give it a clean. But no, I was like, okay, so I'll get some like detergent. I'll put a little basin with hot water. I'll mm-hmm. scrub it clean and stuff. And I've never felt more like a serial killer. Cleaning you know, the inside of a backpack. Sitting in a yeah. sitting in the bathtub, scrubbing a backpack with a brush, and like just like lie, like yes. out. Like I, I felt very American Psycho when he's like yelling at her in the laundry room. I've been like, I need these sheets clean. It felt very much like that. Have you? So, first of all, you've recently required a cat. I've recently required a cat. Yes, I've required a cat say, for I, a long I, time. I started saying you recently received a cat, and I was like, "That's not right." You've acquired a cat. You recently I acquired received a cat. It, yeah. Has has Skosh, you know, infected any things in your house beyond the box you designated her? Well, here's the thing about cat ownership. Unless you get one of them, like Doctor Evil, bald cats, right? Here's something I forgot about having a cat. They have a lot of hair, and they don't seem to want much of it. Well, you live in a very hot country, so... Oh, my goodness. There is so much cat hair 
everywhere, right? Yeah. Just everywhere. So I can't wear dark clothes anymore without getting one of the, you know, we've got the sticky roller things. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we bought a bulk yeah. pack of them because we're going through them so fast. Like if I want to leave the, leave the house in a, in a navy or black T-shirt, I have to roll it down first because it's just cat hair. Well, why don't, you brush, why don't you brush the cat? We do brush the cat. That's what I said to and Megan. Still? We need to get a cat brush. We need, and we brush her like, I don't know, it's a, what, a couple of times a week? Still not. And, still, and handfuls, a lot of hair comes off anyway. Handfuls yeah. of hair come off her. Yeah. I don't know what's going on. I don't know if because we're brushing her, she's like, oh, I need to make more. So but, because I live, in, I, I mean, it might be different. I know the temperature differential isn't quite as high in Australia, obviously, as this mm. year, but like it's really cold here right now. Mm-hmm. So Yuri isn't shedding any hair. Um, and, but he's also massively puffed up. Yeah, cute. He's got his winter coat on. He's got his pup, like a puffy little face. It's good. But like if I if I leave a t-shirt out on a bed or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Yuri will always sleep on it, which is very sweet. But that t-shirt's just ruined. Just yes. covered yeah. in cat yeah. hair. Yeah, yeah, throw it out. Get a new one. Um, Scotia likes lying on cardboard. So when we first, this, here's an interesting story. When we first bought it, Megan was very excited to get all the cat accessories. So we went and bought toys oh, of course, and this yeah. and that. And the other she wants the best and for we her bought, girl, absolutely. We bought her, we bought her a bed. And I was like, it was $60. We bought like a middle, middle of the range one, right? And I said to her, like, we can buy this if you want, but there is no point, right? Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. the cat will not use it. The cat will not sleep on the bed. And she goes, well, she might. I said, well, she might, but she's not going to. What you're she's going to do is she's... You're used to sleep on his bed to his credit. He doesn't anymore, though. I've never had a cat that slept, uh, has slept in any bed that I've ever provided for it, ever, right? Not one. And this proved true with Scotia as well. She likes to sleep <clears throat> on a bit of cardboard. Just a flat bit of cardboard. I don't know what's going on there. I have no idea. But she just likes this little bit of cardboard. It was like one of those. Um, uh, it was a box that was a box is a very. It was. It was. If you ever, if you ever order a book online, it comes basically in a bit of cardboard that's been folded over and then has a bit a of a sleeve, wall around like, it. Yeah. yeah, like a sleeve exactly. And then once I took the book out, I unfolded, and she was like, "Obviously, off, you know, you make an offering of your cardboard to your cat. That's just that's tradition. That's what you do." Uh, and she, that's turned into like a little pseudo bed for it. So I took the bed back. Not a hair on it. Hair all over my t-shirt. Hair all over everything else. But not a hair on the bed because spotless she had never hair, slept on spotless it. Spotless bed. Yeah, yeah. And um, uh, and exchanged it and, and got more toys for her instead. But uh, yeah, no. Uh, she will. She won't sleep on a bed. She sleeps, sleeps on a bit of cardboard. I think I talked about this before, but um, my cat, in terms of sleeping arrangements, has made a cuckold of me. Okay. So, all right. So Nikki will lie down, and she mm-hmm. has two pillows, and she'll take one pillow and rotate it 90 degrees so that it is a vertical pillow, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. And then scooch it down so it's like an, an L shape with her normal pillow. <clears throat> okay. Yes. And then is this like a cuddling will, pillow? And then Yuri will come up, yeah. lie fully onto the, the vertical pillow. Yeah. Rest his head on Nikki's normal pillow, yeah. The way a human would, not, the, not like you know, cat, so, you know, normally cats lie down like in like a curled up sort of croissant shape. Yes. No, he'll lie like a human would on his side. Okay, I like that. That's good. Nose to nose with Nikki. Yeah. And then purr and drool. And when yeah. I come in, because usually Nikki goes yeah. to bed a little bit for me. Quite often, when I come in, he'll be startled and run away as if I've caught him in bed with my <laughs> wife. <laughs> <laughs> he's Nikki's paramour. He's having to hide naked in the cabin waiting for you Exactly. To he makes for the yeah. door. And Nikki's like, I hate, she's like, I love that he comes to cuddle with me. I hate that he runs away when you come. It makes it feel so weird. Yeah. I mean, my cat then, adores but then Megan. Well, the, cat, the cat adores Megan? Isn't a huge fan of me. Doesn't like, we're fine. Like, we get on fine. We have an understanding. But like, my cat will cry whenever Megan goes and has a poo because she can't be in the room with <laughs> Megan 
Or like Megan was out. Oh, Yuri uh, can't handle losing. I, if Nikki goes to the office and I stay and I work from home that day, Yuri will just run around in circles yelling. And I'm like, no, what do you want? I can't bring it, her back. It's it's just yeah. It's just when Megan's away, like when Megan's out away, 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 like at work or whatever, she's fine. But when Megan was out like on the deck laying in the sun the other day, right, just out of sight of the back door, the cat just sat at the back door and cried and cried and cried which she never does when megan is actually gone gone so i think she could still smell megan outside and was just weeping for her yeah i don't know what's going on she absolutely i mean they, they absolutely love each other it's their house so i just live in it yeah 100 percent. i mean i ran into a very similar thing with um my sister-in-law's kid over christmas where mm-hmm. he's like two years old and his dad had gone up the road like to care of something his mom was still there um and he knew his dad was outside, right? Yes. Yeah. But didn't know how imminently outside. So he would run around the house to every external door. The door to the garden, the side door that goes at this other thing, the front door, whatever. And just take his little hands and slap them on and go, Daddy, Daddy. And I'm like, he's just outside. You can't knock on the door to outside, which is what he was yeah. doing. Yeah, 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 exactly, yeah. Yeah. It's a lot like Scotia where she's like, well, she's here, but she's not. I simply don't understand. This is unacceptable. Yeah, I can smell her. She hasn't left, but she's not here with me. I'm not, this, these are just not terms that I can, uh, I can sign off on here. Um, what what I'm saying, it, it sounded like you weren't finished, sorry, before I cut across, which I do a lot. I, I, I do mm-hmm. apologize. Uh, I'm, uh, uh, I'm not the ideal podcast co-host. I have to say. <laughs> um, uh, it sounded like you, you wanted to talk more about your, your being cuckolded by your cat. No, no, no. What I wanted to ask was, um, have you ever had experience with trying to frantically get a stain out of something? Like, uh, you know, going to meet Megan's uh, parents where you get a ketchup stain on your shirt, that kind of thing. No, I did have a thing recently where, <laughs> this is going to sounds like a made-up story, <laughs> but like, you know, when you go to the, like a public toilet, right? Like a, in, mm-hmm. in a mall or something, right? So uh, it was at the shopping center and I must have lent on the, the, the I don't know what to call it, the it's not a table. What is it? The thing that the the sink is the sinks are all set in the counter. I must have leant against it right, and it must have been wet on the side because when I came back, I just had a big wet stain like right above my crotch. And it's oh, funny you because pissed ten, yourself up. I love that. Well, ten years ago, I would, I would have worried that that's what people people looked at and thought. And I was like, oh, okay, whatever. People can think what they want. That's happened to me too, man. Where the, where you don't notice it until you lean against it to wash your hands, or and the counter is just covered in water. Yeah, it's just super wet. Well, I didn't even notice until I was back outside outside of the toilet, and then when I looked down, I was like, oh, okay. But uh, years ago, you know, there's that scene uh, we're, we're watching Silicon Valley at the moment, which is an excellent TV show. I recommend it very highly. Where um, Richard Hendricks, who is a little bit socially awkward, the main character, he has this situation happen to him, and he ends up deciding to put more water on the rest of his pants to make it look like he didn't piss himself and then it got so they had to take them off and then jared comes in and finds him trying to like he's like wringing them out in the sink uh it's very funny it's a lot funny when you watch it describing funny tv show scenes is not the best bit of so you, but you uh, weren't quite that you weren't quite on dunking your to- your pants in the sink to just, just try to cover up a little bit of a no splash. i was the opposite. i was just like oh, okay i don't care i'm gonna go into coals and if people think i piss myself they can think that that's fine they can think that that makes sense i suppose i don't um, know I worry that this bag is beyond reproach because I've done some Google. Yeah, what are we doing? With it? Commu- What's the plan? Well, so I <laughs> I washed it with the detergent, or whatever, and then and then I was like, now kind of just smells like coconuts and cat piss. So that's not great progress. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. So 
I took I took it out I took it to the window in, in the bedroom and I put it outside on the window sill. We live up, you know, on the second floor. I put it outside on the window sill. I was like, that'll be fine. And I come back later and I go, Oh, Nikki, have you did you pull did you take my bag in? And she goes, No. And I was like, Oh, uh oh. It's fa- it's definitely fallen out behind the house. Yeah. So at like one AM last night, because this when I was going to bed, I was like, Oh, I should go get my bag. Yeah. I turn on my torch on my phone. I go around the back. Very spooky, right there by the little section by the back of the house. Just like a little bit of tiny sort of scrub land and leaves and stuff. And now my lovely Nordace backpack. Um, you know, on a nicer day, it was it was nestled among some like fallen leaves. It looks like a photo shoot for the product, to be honest. Yeah. But I pick it up and I stand up with my phone torch on. And I'm just looking directly into the window of the apartment beneath me where I have to assume my very elderly neighbor thinks he was being burgled yes. as a guy with a bag just shines a torch bag, into his bedroom at 1 a.m. <laughs> Not just a bag. I like, I because I, I've been washing it and trying to get the smell, it's open, it's a jar yeah. in my it's hand. Ready. I look like a cartoon burglar. Yeah, yeah, you needed, you you you, it, you should have had the word loot written on it or a dollar sign. Yeah, or a and, dollar and, sign, yeah. And like the sort of mask that Robin used to wear in the old Adam West Batman TV show. Do you know show, what those are called? Know? Those are called domino masks. I don't know why, but they are. Masks. Oh, because they've got uh, two holes in them like the 1-1 the one, one domino. Like know. a domino with one dot on either side of it. There's a game to dominoes, right? Yeah, you you line them up and you have to like match a one to a I, one and a six to a six and no, that's no. You're, I I just thought I I thought we were just making like really shit puzzles whenever I saw people playing dominoes. I didn't no, know there's definitely. Yeah, I'm surprised to see like like grown adults playing it because it does seem like a. It's I thought it was a kids game, but then people sit and play it like in the same way they play chess. So there might, maybe there's a secret mode of dominoes, like a secret new game plus with dominoes that I we haven't unlocked yet. But no, no, there's there's definitely a game to it. I never I've play never chess? played it. Did you ever play chess no. as a kid? I got into a I find, cool Dennis, for me, chess, you know, the 8x8 board, the pieces, never, you know, always the same. Far too simple. Oh, what was this like tweet? One. Who tweeted yeah, this? Yeah, pretty good. So this is Elon Musk tweeted about how chess is, uh, it was too easy for him, uh, being the super genius that of course he is. A game that has lasted hundreds and hundreds of years and still attracts the greatest minds in the world. A game that is so immensely complex and skill testing that, you know, it, it enraptures tens of thousands of people every time there is a, a broadcast. Millions and millions of dollars on the line with every major tournament of uh, of this game. But no, no, of course, yeah, anal, anal anal beads and all cheating scandals included. That's right. It's got it's got something for everyone, Dennis. Something uh, for everyone. It's got a foam roller for everyone at home. <laughs> I um, when I, chess is always very strange to me because I learned chess from my father, who taught me to play in Croatian. Okay. Um, where the word for chess is shah, as in shah, as in king. Yes, the Persian um, word for, for shah, the Persian word for king, shah, and that's where check comes from. The word well, shah and shahmat. Yeah, so I wouldn't yeah. say, like, you would say shahmat. And I was like, yeah, okay. And so then, but then, yeah, the, the word checkmate, it doesn't mean anything. Check and checkmate don't mean anything. Shah and shahmat do. <laughs> that, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, that's where it comes from. Is, is yeah, from- but that, so that tidbit to me was always very obvious. I was like, yeah. Yeah, you find cool. it oh, right. Jackson. So, you're, you're, yeah, it, it's like, oh, fun fact about chess. The word check comes from the Persian word for, for king, shah. And you're like, well, yes, of course it does. Yeah, of course it does. Fun word, yeah. yeah. I, fun, an intellectual, fun, already know this. Fun, fun, yeah, fun fact for shah, people in the West call it chess. <laughs> That's kind of how yeah. I get to it. <laughs> no, I'm, I look, honestly, I'm just too dumb for chess. Too dumb. It's, well, apparently it's, once you get good at chess, it stops being a strategy game. It starts being more of a, like, lane memorization game. Yes, yeah, there's a lot of... Um, you learn lines and then try to figure out what line your opponent's on. 
and, and, what and line beats that line, et cetera. Et you cetera. have to hold a bunch of different like branching decision trees in your head, and uh, if this, then you know, if X, then Y, if Z, then you trim them down. Yeah, I, I ran out of letters, but yeah, um, it's it's never been something I've been. I'm not I'm not very good at very many things. I'm okay at some things, but I'm not like good enough at Ah, the at, old jack of some trades. <laughs> yeah, jack of some trades, master of none. That's me. That's the Riley Knight story there. Um but no, I don't know, chess. And also chess is just like it, it when when you see it's something because obviously you and I both, you know, we both played Magic and both the trading mm. card game. We both played it quite competitively, and that teaches you to play games in a certain way. And we've talked about this; like it's hard for us now, as 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 people who've to play like, games played Magic for so long, to play games casually. We have to play games optimally, you know. And mm-hmm. it it's it it is a good and a bad thing. But I think with a game with a game like chess, it just means you can't enjoy it casually. I can't enjoy a casual game of chess because I'm like, I oh, no no, I need to know what because there is always a correct move, right? There has to be. Yes, there is a computation of correct move, right? Yeah, exactly. So not not playing correctly is something that yeah, something that, can, that, that is increasingly difficult after you've played Magic. Well, tricky because like years. very like I believe quite successful chess players will, will make slightly suboptimal moves often mm. to confuse the the line that they're going with. That's but that's still that, that now has it's a like level, a weird fencing sort of tango, that's thing that, that's and that also has a level of correctness to it because it's going to produce a better outcome. If I play chess, I'm moving pieces semi randomly. Really, that's the best kind of chess, I think. Where every t- you derive the board from first principles every time. You know but, then, I mean? but then the problem with that is it's going to just be the Super Smash Brothers thing all over again, right? Where like I'll do that for a while, get bored because I'm not getting better, look up online stuff, and then fall down a rabbit hole where I'm, you know. I have to You'll ruin the game for yourself, yeah, and it ruins the game, yeah. So the best, the best, Dennis, the only winning move, not to play. The only winning move, chess. The only winning move, not not to play. Not that's it. Unless you have access to anal beads and a very willing confederate, and then the winning move is obviously to stick them up your bum and 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 cheat your way to the to absolutely the top. go to town, baby. Let's go. Which which is you know, I don't want to be sued for two hundred million dollars, so um, I don't think anyone's doing that. But it's certainly yeah, that's a, the, yeah. And, and, it's any, just a fun and, and, hypothetical. What's, what's the line they put at the start of movies? Any similarities between this story and real persons are purely um purely purely coincidental. Purely coincidental. Yeah, this is a this is a light frothy entertainment podcast where you, Dennis and I talk about a range of of absurd and ridiculous situations, like uh, a cat breaking into Dennis's Nordice backpack and pissing in it, which. Like we we still haven't figured out what's what's the end game here. What are you doing? I don't know, dude. It was only last night that the bag fell off the windowsill, presumably trying to end it all. So I don't know how. Like <laughs> at some point, I'm gonna have to either accept my the inside of my bag smells a little bit weird now, or buy a mm. new one. Nordis.com coupon code slash have a listen to this. The thing is, like, your options are kind of limited because pa- cat piss. Do you know why cat piss smells so bad? It's got ammonia in it, right? And humans are very sensitive to that. It might be that uh, that might play into it, but I know that cat piss is extremely concentrated because cats, yes. or like domestic house cats, uh, have they need very very little water, mm-hmm. very little water, right? Apparently, I don't know if this is true. I remember reading years ago that a cat, like in the in the in its natural wild habitat or whatever, can get enough moisture by just eating fresh meat. Right, so like a cat that is out hunting and eating wild. like birds or whatever else actually doesn't need to drink. Water. Need to I don't know if that's true stream, or not. Yeah. I'm not. Te- I'm not telling you to stop putting bowls of water out for your cat. Certainly, continue to give the cat water if you if it if it wants it. Our cat only drinks from the tap. Megan. Yeah, Megan cat, has, a lot of cats only drink running water because it's cleaner, right? I, I, Megan has given in to the cat only drinking from the tap, and now is like a little butler for her. Like whenever she, she'll sit by the uh, 
by the, by the, the tap by and, the and, and sort of give, give her a look, you know what I mean? And then Megan will drop whatever she's doing and go and turn the tap on and then turn her off and a little, little bow for the cat as well. Thank you. Hope I hope my services pleased you today. Um, but anyway, so cats are very, very good at getting as much moisture as they can out of as little uh, as, as little as possible, right? So to do that, they they extract huge amounts of. They leave very little behind, and they they leave very little behind. They take as much out of the out of the water they drink as they can. They which dump means, it onto my goddamn backpack at the end, oh! which means that what comes out stinks because it is extremely concentrated. So good luck. Um, I don't know what you'd use to get the smell of. Of cat piss out of something. Apparently, it's like white vinegar and stuff, and maybe I'll go down that route. That's not a, a better smell, com- though. That's not a That's better the smell. thing. A lot of the comments were like, you'll replace the smell. Just A lot of the comments on Reddit are just like, buy a new backpack. And look, if Nordace want to reach out, uh, please uh, tweet at them. Get us How that sponsor, because that's again? a product I truly believe in. And I, okay. I can, all I can account for is that whatever cat piss that it has great taste in backpacks. <laughs> Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Have a Listen to This. We do hope you've enjoyed the episode. And hey, if you haven't, doesn't matter. The, the download numbers show up all the same. So whatever, suckers. But if you did enjoy this show, please tell your friends about it. And uh, look, tell people that aren't your friends. Tell acquaintances and even your enemies. Again, the downloads show up all the same. Uh, and if you want to support the show, if you really like the show this much, you can uh, support us on Patreon. Patreon.com slash have a listen to this. You get access to uh, behind-the-scenes stuff, early, early access to episodes, all sorts of things. Uh, we are definitely in this for the money, not for the love of the game or anything like that. So head over to Patreon and uh, help us get them rookie numbers up. 